Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And tonight's poem, or today's poem, depending on when you hear this episode, is entitled Romance Me. Here we go. Waves on the lake, trees swaying back and forth, side to side, birds chirping in broad daylight, hand-holding without a word spoken, a tender smile at the sweetest moments, walking barefooted in the sand, kissing my forehead while holding my hand, the wind dancing through my hair. Now we are sitting in the same chair. We finish each other's sentences. I'm missing your sweet kisses. Now I'm wanting to hold you near, thinking of you while you're right here. A gift from you as I cross your mind. Your words seem to last me two lifetimes. The little things you do for me seem so big. The tears fall and then you wipe them. You place your hand upon my knee and say, I love you tenderly. No reason, just because that's your thing. You always know how to romance me. So I hope that you all are having a blessed and wonderful day, evening, and just taking in all that is within your 24 hours. Um, I literally took the time off today from my primary job to just focus on family and focus on me and I believe that that was one of the best decisions that I could have made um, because I was able to rest and I didn't even realize how rest deprived I'd become until I took time to do just that and Sometimes we can be get, we can literally become so busy that you look up and you do everything that you have scheduled for that day and then you in your mind think that you're going to go to bed at a certain time and then that time passes by and then a couple more hours pass by and then you look up and it's like wait a minute I only got a, a few hours to truly get some solid sleep before I got to do this thing all over again And if you keep on hitting repeat, 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 and don't really take a moment to just rest your mind, then, yeah, it could get a little tough. It could get a little rough around. You could get a little rough around the edges. So I'm I'm actually grateful that I did take the time to do that. And um, there was a subject that I wanted to talk about, but all of a sudden, it's like my mind just went blank. Um, so that it'll have to come. It'll have to be another time because literally my mind just went blank in terms of what the subject was going to be about. Um, but it was going to be good. It was going to be good. So hopefully 
the Holy Spirit will bring that back to my remembrance and I could talk about it later on this week. But um, yeah, I got some really good rest and I'm really grateful. But um, one of the subjects that I wanted to discuss was fantasies. So I remember when I was growing up, I've always been a writer, always been a writer. As long as I can remember, I have always written. And I'm like, literally, I remember my stepdad telling me one time that I lived in a fantasy world. Because a lot of things that I, I guess a lot of my perceptions that I had of relationships came from me watching so much television that it formulated my perception of what relationships should look like and be like. So much to the point that when I entered into a real relationship, I had that fantasy mindset in the back of my mind. So if the person that I was dealing with did not meet that expectation of this, this ideal thought, then I would just end the relationship. So I remember there was one particular person that literally I just had, I I cared so much about him. I really, truly did. Um, But I watched too much television and tried this in real life. And it was an epic fail, mind you. So what I did was I called myself, well, let me tell you the intent of why I did what I did. And then you can see how foolish it is now that I'm talking about it because it was truly foolish. But what I did was I had been watching a show, well, a couple of movies or whatever, and I was always sheltered when I was growing up. So a lot of things I didn't even get exposed to until I was literally in my late teens um, because we grew up sheltered. And so I remember watching all these little love stories and there would be times when the young lady would be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Then the man would grab her by the arm and be like, oh, but I love you. Don't go. And so in my mind, that formulated in my mind that if there, a man truly cared about me, if I broke up with him, he would grab me by the arm and whisk me to him and kiss me on my lips and be like, don't go. I need you. So I tried that in real life. I tried that in real life. So this was one day we were leaving. This is in my high school years. So we were leaving school and I was upset about something. And as we were walking, now both of us were in love with each other, mind you. But as we were walking, I was like, "Um, I don't think this is going to work. And it just came out the blue. Like he catered to me you know made sure he walked me to my locker I had his letterman jacket all that stuff and I just out of nowhere was like I don't think this is gonna work we need to break up and so he looks at me in a state of shock and then he walks off saying okay I'm like wait a minute what you're not gonna fight for me like you're just gonna walk away what wait a minute I'm not done like you're supposed to I'm the one that's supposed to be walking away. Let's just start there. And then you're supposed to run after me. At least that's what it looks like in the movies. Now, this is all going on in my head. And I'm just like, he's not running to me. He's letting me stand here in the middle of the street. And he's walking to his house by himself. What just happened? 
So I was in devastation because I didn't want to break up with him. I had to take the bus home. He didn't get to walk me to the bus stop like he normally did. I'm crying all the way home, having this whole hissy. And then a few days later, he ends up coming to my parents' home and asks my parents if I could spend the weekend with him at his home. So, and it couldn't have been my parents. It had to be my mom because my dad would have absolutely said no. So I, I believe it was my mom and so um, that she said yes. So then um, I ended up going over there for the weekend. He made sure he catered to me. And then I asked him the question. I was like, I was just because this was his way of trying to reconcile for us to be back together. And um, I was like, I really just wanted a reaction out of you. And I was like, I just wanted you to, to beg me to stay. And you didn't do that. And he was like, I cried all the way home. You just didn't see me crying. And I was like, it wasn't until years later that I was able to analyze that situation. And I was like, first of all, my stepdad was right. Um, I was living in a fantasy world. Second of all, Television and reality are two totally different things. And even though there are instances where certain situations that happen on television can happen in real life and vice versa, the reality of it is, is that when you are in reality, you should not be basing it off of somebody else's fantasy. And so my having these unrealistic expectations most likely cost me a very valuable relationship because I did not know the magnitude of what I was doing. I did not know by my rejecting him after telling him that I loved him, what that did to his spirit. And so looking back at just how I have mishandled certain relationships. Yes, there's supposed to be a a lesson in everything that we go through. Supposed to be if we catch the lesson. And in that regard, I was like, all of that could have been avoided had the dialogue went a little different than what I created. So it could have been a situation where instead of me putting him in that position and breaking up with him, I could have just had a conversation and been like, how would you, how do you think that you respond if one day out of nowhere, I just said, I want to break up. What do you think that you, how do you think you would feel? That most likely would have went over a lot better than me actually doing it because we could have had a dialogue about that. And then I'm sure his question would have been, you're not thinking of breaking up with me, are you? And I would have been like, absolutely not. Where do you get that idea from? And then he would most likely have said, well, the fact that you started off with, how do you think you would react if I broke up with you? That's where I got that from. And then we would laugh about it and then go have ice cream or something. However, that's not what happened because I did not count up the cost because I did not consider his feelings because I was trying to replicate and duplicate something that I saw on television, not understanding at that ripe young age that those were rehearsed lines, that that was not actual life. And so 
I'm so glad that I don't think like that anymore, um, that I do understand that relationships do require work and that they do require open dialogue. They do require communication and that I do have the power to speak those things that be not as though they are, but my expectations are not in man. My expectations are in God. And so if I do have a request, I now know how to take it to the Lord for him to help me realize that this, okay, girl, this, this right here that you asking, um, yeah, this might be a little bit too much, uh, Let's kind of see if we can figure this thing out and maybe you can have a more realistic expectation on some things. But I didn't do that before. I was young. I was trying to figure out who I was. And in the course of my doing that, I hurt a lot of people. I hurt a lot of people trying to figure out who in the world was Teresa. And that's another thing that I think about as well. Sometimes we enter into these relationships thinking that a person is going to make us a better person. And we just haven't done the work on ourselves to be a better person. Like, I really think it should start with, let me just work on me so that I'm already a better person before me and you get together. Um... So, yeah, so I've just taken a different stance now on relationships. And I'm, I'm so glad that I have because I I hurt so many people. Like, I look back at that and I'm just like, Lord, and you spared my life. Like, I know there's somewhere in the Bible that says it's better for you to wrap a milestone around your neck than to hurt one of God's children. And I feel like I've hurt a lot of children of your children. So, ooh, forgive me. Forgive me. And so, um... And not intentional. Like it, it wasn't intentional. I don't. A lot of things I didn't do intentional. I just did out of sheer ignorance and being naive. Like it had nothing to do. I wasn't. It wasn't intentional at all. Not a lot of actions that I did, but or a lot of things that I said. But the fact remains, I still hurt people, and so um, that's the part that I felt bad about and still feel bad about to this day. Is like there's so many ways that that could have been avoided had I just known better. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, we, we just got to be careful about the things that we say and how we say it and the things that we try on people and how we speak to people, because not everybody looks like, not everyone that looks like they can handle things can truly handle things. We don't know how that affects them. So it's like, we just have to be careful. So now it's like, I'm quick to apologize. Now I'm quick to, you know, acknowledge where I err. I didn't do that when I was younger. I would just bite the bullet and keep it, keep on going. Like I literally just, psh, yeah, I said it and keep it, <laughs> keep it moving. Oh, I had no shame. I had no, I had no filter. I had no filter. And, and, and all of that, I believe was just a guard. I believe that that was just me trying to protect my heart, but in me trying to protect my heart, I hurt a lot of other people's hearts. And so, um, yeah, you live and you learn. And I'm grateful that I'm able to reflect on that. But yeah, I don't, I don't live in a fantasy world anymore. Um, do I fantasize? Oh yes, of course. I still fantasize. Let's not get it twisted, but I just don't live in that world. So, you know, I do have moments that I'm like, man, wouldn't that be nice? Lord, I still have those moments, but in terms of being realistic, yeah, I've, I've kind of turned over new leaf and I try to look at things from a very realistic perspective. 
Um, I feel like that's the healthiest way to be. Um, because when we set those unrealistic expectations, that's when people get their feelings hurt. That's when disappointment creeps in. And um, it's just never really good. So I try my best to do things differently now. Whew, I thank God for growth. I thank God for growth. Well, this is going to end the raw version of the episode, a portion of the episode. Raw is an acronym for real and wise. Um, I do hope that this encourages someone. And if you know of someone that is guilty of living in a fantasy world and really doesn't quite know how to be realistic in their ventures, spread the love, share the podcast, and you are more than welcome to check the podcast. Really, all it is is just the link, but it's um, the website is Dear Future Hubby Podcast.com. So if you go online and you type Dear Future Hubby Podcast all together.com, then all you got to do is click on that and it'll take you to all of my episodes. If you're going online and just want to be on a computer, checking me out. Um, I do appreciate all the love and support. For those of you that don't know, I have been doing this for less than two months. My first date of broadcasting was on January the 7th of this particular podcast. And we are now at over 400 plays. So you who are listening, you have every bit to do with that. Um, And with me being a baby in the podcast world, I thank y'all for loving on me and listening and leaving messages and on my actual site on Facebook, taking the time to like just all the good stuff. So um, if you go on, I believe, Facebook, then I should be found at the at symbol dear future hubby podcast um and so you're more than welcome to check me out there as well i post pretty much it's all in the same funnel if you think about it it's all leading you back to my episodes (laughs) but you get to see who i am if you want to check that out you are able to see who is the face behind the voice so i hope that y'all have a blessed and wonderful day Let me go ahead and get to one of my favorite parts of the episodes, and that is reading a letter to my future hubby. It is dated March the 5th, 2021, and it says, Dear future hubby, I dreamt about you, and it was such a pleasant dream. In my dream, you have facial hair and a nice haircut too. You and I had just gotten married and we were on our combined social media accounts answering the questions of our audience members. I watched our numbers grow right before my very eyes from 5,000 people watching to 1.4 million in the matter of minutes. Who are you? I don't have that kind of fan base at the present moment, so it has to be a prophetic dream. And you were also humble and gentle with me. You were so very patient with me too. Your love for me was so apparent and and you had the sweetest smile. I could also see that you were a man with a dark complexion, which tells me that God truly does answer the desires of our heart. 
I love my dark-skinned man already, honey. And you respected all of my children. There were like three different scenes in this stream. What stands out the most to me was your attentiveness to me the entire time. From when you were massaging my shoulders and neck in one part of the dream to when you were making sure that you touched my arm, leg, hand while answering people's questions while we were on social media. I could tell that this was something you already knew to be one of my love languages and it was effortless for you to oblige. You also cooked for me. I asked you if you love to cook and your response in the dream was, it's not my favorite pastime of all, but there is no sacrifice I'm not willing to make for my queen. Who are you? <laughs> Lord, now I really want to meet my future hubby. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I really do hope that y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Yes, it was quite amazing that even in my resting that I was able to dream about my future hubby. Um, I normally don't even record until the evening, late evening after I've taken care of all the things that I do within the day. But after having that dream, since it was fresh on my mind, I wanted to go ahead and record the podcast early. But wherever you are, future hubby, please know that I already love you that I already am excited about meeting you, that I look forward to our future together, that I look forward to learning you and serving you and truly offering you a way of escape from everything that is everything concerning the world that we live in. Y'all have a blessed day and do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye!